It is episode what, Kevin? 31 of 30. TV channeling. 31 of TV channeling. We are well past the 30, well, not well past, but we're past <laughs> the 30 mark. Um, excuse me. Yeah, we're in our early 30s. Early 30s. Very so we, early. So Very we still early. look good. We, still, we look good, damn good. Everything is still high and tight. And we're smart enough to know how to use it. Oh, Wow. On that note, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye from Tachi. <laughs> well, this is the perfect time for us to start discussing what, of all things, good girls. Yes, because of that, I am one. I am a very good girl. <laughs> okay, not after but talking about being high and tight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go, go away, Kevin. <laughs> You're definitely one of the bad girls of summer. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. That's so a anyway. TV channeling callback. <laughs> oh, not a callback. If if you if you did not get thus far, I'm Tachi. And, and I'm Kevin. <laughs> and this is TV channeling. And we are actually reviewing Good Girls in episode 31, which is this episode. Yeah, it's, an, it's a new drama or dramedy series on uh, NBC. It airs Monday nights. Check your local listings. And you can use the NBC app, or if you have cable or satellite, you can uh, watch back episodes on demand. And um, when we review a television show, we always watch at least two episodes before we do a review. And this week is no different than any other. We watch two episodes of Good Girls. So let me tell you a little bit about the show. NBC's Good Girls follows three suburban women in desperate circumstances who are having a hard time trying to make ends meet. Tired of having everything taken away from them, they decide to stop playing it safe and risk everything to pull off an unlikely heist by robbing a supermarket, only to discover that they're in for a much, much more than they bargained for. So, Tachi, what did you think of NBC's Good Girls? Well, first of all, I... I I have to point to the reality of the situation of how stupid of an idea it is to number number one, not having any experience. It's stupid anyway, but to rob the store you work at and you have an identifying tattoo. So people, what the hell? Okay, well, you've given away a lot just in the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the I'm first sorry. two seconds. I'm sorry. I just had I just had to uh, do just to, to to prove the point of how foolish an idea it is. And you know these things never go off well. Everybody who ever tries these types of things is always caught. You think you would not be? Well, all right. First of all, I have done several successful robberies myself. Damn it. Why did uh -huh. I admit that on the uh -huh. air? Uh -huh. Damn it. <laughs> all right. You'll edit that part out, right? Of course. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, I think the reason why you robbed the store that you work at is because you know you you work there and you know all about how that store works. I will say one thing about doing it that that was smarter. Normally, when there's an inside job, people are no longer there. They basically you get a disgruntled employee that tries to come back and pull some kind of caper. But by still working there, that uh, might kind of get suspicion away from you. But 
<laughs> the issue is what kind of starts uh, the downward spiral for these ladies uh, really quickly is the fact that, yes, one of the the reasons how they get the idea to even uh, pull a heist at this local grocery store is the fact that one of the three ladies works there. And um, not that you needed any other examples or reasons why uh, tramp stamps are a bad idea. If you ever plan on pulling any kind of heist or caper, it's an easily identifiable mark. And if you're going to have a tramp stamp, wear a very, very long jacket or shirt. Or better yet, wear a long dress. Show up Amish style. <laughs> so you could trip as you're trying to get away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least no one will see your tattoo. That's, That's the important thing. They they should have stood up. Um, what what's the name of the? Uh, uh, blessed be the baby here. I always think about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's a reference to um, Robin Thede, the rundown with Robin Thede, where she did a a parody version of. Uh, oh my God, what is the name of that Hulu show? How That's we, what I'm trying to try, think of. I can of. remember it too. All um, I can think of is Blessed Be the Baby. The Handmaiden's Tale. The Handmaid's, the Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Yeah. The Handmaid's Tale. Oh my God. Yeah. So they need to dress like the hand, Handmaidens because if, you, if you're if you a Handmaiden and you have a lower back tattoo, no one's the wiser. No, yeah, I mean, in fact, you all look the same. <laughs> exactly. But um, anyway, one of the, uh, the sisters is Christina Hendricks uh from Mad Men and um she uh her all of them have are in like I said before in desperate states and they have stuff going on. So Christina Hendricks uh she finds out that her husband not only has been cheating on her with his uh skeezy secretary slash uh co-star of uh their uh, uh car lot commercials uh she's in the commercials with him. Um so not only is he cheat she does she find out that her husband's been cheating on her but he has been handling their finances badly and they're about to lose their house and Christina Hendricks in this show has several children so she is in deep and in deep trouble and so um Christina Hendricks's sister is uh Annie. named uh, uh, no Beth oh, okay, okay. Christina Hendricks character I think is named uh Annie but uh but No no uh, no she's Beth Christina Hendricks is Beth, and um, Annie is um, Mae Whitman. Okay, yeah. So anyway, so her sister Annie, she is in the process of uh, in a uh, she's in a custody fight with her ex husband for her uh, daughter, who was actually um, I guess gender fluid or something. So that was a nice little interesting thing that they threw in there. That isn't the story isn't about her daughter being gender fluid, but that's just another part of the story. I guess like real life, you can have your kids can be gender fluid. And so, um, can I just tell you now that I didn't realize? Yeah, that she yeah, was oh, a girl for, for quite until... a while. I was like her son, and then there was somebody like like does she have? When they mentioned daughter, I'm thinking like, do they have another kid? Yeah, like, I said there's another one. <laughs> no, they don't. Her her her, uh, her her daughter kind of identifies as a boy, or at least dresses like one and has her hair cut like one. And she makes quite a handsome boy. So good luck with that. Yeah, I so, said, oh, what a handsome boy! I was like, oh, when I found well, after they said uh, a daughter, she like I'm like eleven. There's another one that we've never seen. That's when I realized, oh, okay. 
they did a good job with that, I'll say. Yeah, they did. That was excellent casting. She is a good little actress. So, um, anyway, so she that's that's what's that's what's going on with her and why she's in a desperate state. And Retta has a daughter that seems to have some kind of health condition. She has like an oxygen tank at the start of the show, and um, she's doing really badly. And we see a scene that felt very real and very identifiable when Retta takes her daughter to the doctor and she's in this huge crowd hugely crowded waiting room waiting to be seen and when she finally gets into the doctor to see him and she wants to talk about her daughter's care and she's been doing her own research the doctor is busy talking with the nurse about other cases and not really paying attention to her because he's got a lot on his plate and uh so they're both in really rough situation and there is a a, a new medication that could help uh, Retta's daughter, but it costs like $10,000 a month or more to be on. So being a waitress, there is no way that she can uh, pay for that along with her husband, who was a, a mall security guard. So times are tough. That's and this that's real and that's reality. There's already in this country such a de- big debate over health care and health issues have ruined so many people where it's like that just wipes you out. And so the reality of her situation is is really poignant. You you can't get away from the fact that wow, that this really happens. It's it's not a joke. And shame on the pharmaceutical companies for the you know, getting real for a minute. Shame on the pharmaceutical companies for having things that are that expensive. Really? Each month you need ten thousand dollars for one drug. Tell me why. So, you know, when you see those types of things, it just it makes you aware that this is not far fetched. It's real. Oh, this is that's one thing. I was surprised at how grounded in in reality the show felt. Um, even though things get, you know, crazy and they get crazy really <laughs> things hit the fan very quickly on in the uh, on uh, in the run of this show. Uh, but the 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 three women and their friendship all felt really deeply based in reality and um i quickly fell for them and and their relationships and their friendship felt very real um one thing i do want to say as far as in being there for each other and uh their friendship i loved it uh when beth christina Hendricks figures out that her husband is cheating on her uh and ruby uh retta uh says um uh, says honey what can we do uh what can we do and beth uh uh, uh, her sister, um, you know, uh, Beth, Christina Hendricks, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Annie, Christina Hendricks' sister, Beth, her character's name is Beth. I'm making this super confusing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Beth's sister, Annie says, uh, how about a screwdriver? And Beth says, a sledgehammer. And then we cut to her going on Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale on her husband's office. She just destroys the place. Yes. Down to running over that what is it a pig or whatever the uh their mascot is? <laughs> oh yeah, he has like a, a when pigs like the deals are the pigs are flying because the deals are so are that crazy at his uh, auto dealer shop and um yeah she ends up destroying his pig mascot and everything she just goes she goes ham <laughs> she really does so but fast forwarding to um her husband uh who is Dean. On the show, played by Matthew Lillard, when, there's a point in the second episode where, you know, he she's like, get out, because she's actually... So, we haven't talked about the fact of them getting the money yet, have we? 
No, we haven't no, talked okay. about that part yet. They they so anyway, but I was just I was setting it up as far as and so these these are the desperate situations that they're in, and that's why um the crazy joking talk about we should rob the grocery store turns into reality because everybody because <laughs> everybody's though. life is there everybody's in you know desperate state uh and so they do it and it's it's supposed to be really easy and it's gonna they're gonna get maybe about thirty thousand dollars ten thousand dollars each was gonna help all three of the ladies but when they end up robbing the actual uh because they don't do the loser thing of just going to the cash registers they go uh and force the manager of the grocery store to open uh to open up the uh safe and give them all the money in the safe but when they get the money out of the safe it is vastly more than they thought they were going to be getting yes because there's some other shady dealings <laughs> going on yeah so. it turns out that there's actually some money laundering going on so when they when they think they're going to get thirty thousand dollars they get more like a was it like a million or close to a million or something i, that they I think so something like that yeah which, to me i don't understand why you would keep that in the safe of the of the store but okay okay well well, the thinking is that no one would think that there'd be that kind of money in this little small grocery store's uh safe but um one thing i love about the about how quickly things go south is when they are stunned by how much money actually is in the safe they make a pact all right you know what we're gonna do we're all gonna sit on this money we're not gonna spend it and and get any kind of suspicion because this is the kind of money that the cops and even feds may be involved in looking for so we're gonna just lay low agreed ladies agree and then the next thing you know people are buying porsches <laughs> yeah well you know what you know who's annie started it to me she's not she you could tell and she plays this role very well that she does not have the best judgment at all well, well again anybody who's gotten a lower back tattoo I question your judgment. Uh, well, there. Well, you know, there you go. There you go. Well, I in fact, in fact, while well, her husband is trying to get like you know uh, custody of their child against her right. uh, from her, all he has to do is tell ju- judge she has a lower back tattoo. All right, you win custody. End of case. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think all lower back tattoos are a, a mark of bad judgment because you can cover them up. She just has an expansive lower back tattoo that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. You can cover them up. All yes, right. It, it's the type. It's the type. But she just seemed to me to just go on a whim, and she has a, a real lack of judgment. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, she does. And yes, yeah, so she gets a brand new Porsche, and um, Retta takes her daughter uh, to this new doctor's office. And another thing I want to say about that is when she takes her daughter to this new off, uh, doctor's office, the, the starkness of moneyed versus non-moneyed healthcare. She is in this beautifully appointed waiting room and she's the only one, her and her daughters are the only one, uh, and her daughter are the only ones sitting in that waiting room and it has a beautiful zen-like water feature uh, slowly bu- uh, bubbling in the background. And when she's in the room with this doctor who is telling her, to, no, you don't have to rush through giving me your information. Sit down, take a deep breath, talk to me what's going on. And oh, I've heard about the medication that you've heard about. Yeah, I have some samples. Let's get your daughter on them right now. Retta just starts crying and just she's so freaked out she can't believe the difference in the treatment she's getting in this doctor's office versus the clinic that she was going to before. Oh, and 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 let's not forget that she was offered water with lime. 
Oh, oh, no, she, no, she was offered water, uh, cucumber water, and she cucumber. Like, that's oh, it. she's like, oh my gosh, she goes, can I get that with lime too, please? Yeah. So she gets very used to uh, the high life very quickly. <laughs> and and it's like, but see that then you think about it, and you're like, you're like, what kind of ish is this? Where you get in there and because you have the money. I'm not trying to say anything about you know the amenities and things, but basic good health care you should have i don't need cucumber water but i should be able to pay for you know my daughter's uh medicines that would save her life that's like the basic but there's so many messages in there besides the fact that they stupidly have gotten involved in this heist which <laughs> which is not even all that it's cracked up to be. So you're able to do things for a, a minute. And then, you know, as we see, there's more stuff that's going to unfold and happen. Well, you know what? Uh, caring for your child is important. I don't deny that. But really good cucumber water is not easy to come by, Tachi. And Especially in a doctor's office. The views expressed by Kevin No Malone are not necessarily <laughs> the views of TV channel. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, that whole scene retta i don't okay for those of you who don't already know retta started out as a stand-up comedian she was uh she really uh kind of blew up and came into prominence being a cast member on nbc's parks and rec and that's where i fell in love with her she was also on i think the single um mom's guide to divorce or something like that some show on bravo that i never watched but i had no idea how good an actress that Retta actually is. I mean, there are some dramatic moments where she is really giving it to you. She's she, Her acting was impeccable. I was surprised. And there's a scene when, like, we talked about how, I don't want to give everything away, but things just devolve when, okay, like, just not giving too much away, but obviously, when you rob a store that actually has something going on where there's money laundering involved, Chances are there's are some unsavory characters that might be upset about that money and they might be clashing with these three ladies who took this money. And so things get really dark very quickly. And when that happens and Retta basically, you know, her life is in jeopardy. She does this incredible mom thing where she yes. can't sleep. So she's up making all these lasagnas, the all this food to put in the freezer because she may not be around much longer to take care of her family. Just and when she's doing it, you can and, and just her face as she's making these lasagnas, just it felt so real. The jeopardy that she was in and her family was in. No, exactly. It was like. You resigned to the fact that, all right, well, this could be it. And so she had like seven or eight lasagnas and she's like, thinks she goes totally into mom mode. And she's like, okay, um, her husband ends up getting up and it's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm making lasagnas. And she's like, okay, you heat these up at 350. So she's starting to give these instructions like you would almost like at an end of life thing when you know that's up. So you start to give the instructions for how and what to do. So that was like, wow. Yeah, it got it got very real. And there's like I said before, this is a dramedy, so it definitely has some some funny moments, but it has some very dramatic moments. Uh and you really see as the as the we saw two shows two episodes the friendship the bond between these women it's it's pretty they're tight at the beginning but it gets so deep and so intense as the show plays out 
Absolutely. It absolutely does. There is okay. So there's a moment now that we've talked about it where Beth's husband, the one, the one that the cheating pig, literally, literally a cheating pig. He is, uh, thrown out of the house because he's gotten them into all this mess financially where they were going to lose the house. Plus he was cheating. She throws him out basically because she ends up taking some of that money and paying off everything. So she's like, Oh, this house is mine now. (laughs) So, (laughs) so you and your whore can do whatever you like, get out. So there's, you know, he is still involved with the kids or whatever. And so There's this one scene where he comes to pick them up. I don't know, to take them to school or whatever. And he's basically like, oh, you know, trying to help her with the satellite. No, 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 I got it. And he's like, well, at least let me come and mow the lawn. She said, I can push a lawnmower. So then we see later where he just totally disregards that. And he comes like at night and mows the lawn. And she ends up, you know, coming back home because they go to pull something else. (laughs) And she ends up coming back home and is basically like, I don't need your help or whatever. And he notices that her wedding ring is off. And there's a reason that it's off. But, you know, she's he said, he said, when did you, you know, what happened to your ring? And he was, she was like, I took it off. And he was like, till when? And she said, I don't know. So you really saw that he got the fact that if he didn't know he messed up before, he knew then. And the thing is, they played this like kind of sad, melancholy music that makes you almost want to feel sorry for him. <laughs> yeah, you almost do. But it's just, but I do love about this, though, is that he does realize that he effed up and that he's about he could he's on the precipice of losing his family. And there is a change in him. Uh, there's a scene when somebody's buying a car and they're talking about getting rid of what they had for something new and he starts basically talking about his own life in car form saying like yeah i thought it would be fun to get some new sporty car but then you realize that all the good times you had in that old car (laughs) 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 all the fun that your kids had in that back seat and so it was just it was really sweet and i like seeing that his uh, his character change but speaking of um his whore I gotta say, there is a scene that that to me was worth the price of admission when Christina Hendricks, Beth, uh, confronts her husband's secretary slash mistress, and she gives her five thousand dollars out of the money that they stole, and uh, for her to move to L.A. and pursue her dream of becoming, you know, an actress, and 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 so she basically actually gives him money. She goes, "Here, take this money," and she goes, "And get, you know, leave, go to L.A." And then she turns back around. She goes, "Oh, and." Uh, um, those folks out there, they take one look at a person like you, uh, pretty, uh, the pretty, the dumb, the self-hating, and they figure perfect for porn. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I just thought that was brilliant. And and the crazy part about it is the the girl was like, she goes, she uh, she goes, uh, well, why did you? Why would you do this? Why would you give me this five thousand dollars? And she says, because you know, uh, uh, nobody deserves to be treated, you know, like you know, my husband treated, you know, me, and even someone like you doesn't deserve this. And so then she, the girl's like, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever uh, said to me. And she's like, oh god, oh god, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like how sad are you? Sad. But see, here's the thing. It's like with her husband dean 
So there is now a new, I don't know if she's a sales associate, a new secretary, but the same stereotypical type, blonde with long legs and a short skirt. And I, you see him kind of like, Peering, though trying to peer away. So I'm like, have you not learned? No, but that's when, but that's the catalyst for him giving that speech to the uh, that guy trying to buy a car about like, yeah, I can see why you want might want a new shiny car. And he's looking at that the the hot you know secretary or uh, whatever. But then he he talks about the virtue of keeping the you know keeping your ride or be, becoming a ride or die kind of person. So I think he does get it. You can still you can be attracted, but you can realize that they're that you know th- that uh you know short skirt and those long legs come with a, a very high price tag the, the thing yeah it's you know what it just doesn't make any sense to me because it can't really be based on looks because beth is, is christina Hitch, yeah. yeah but you know what there uh no matter that's one thing that i think that a lot of people don't seem to learn no matter how incredibly intoxicatingly beautiful somebody is there are people out there who like variety and if you no matter you have that beautiful view every single day some other you want to look at another beautiful view and <laughs> that's how people get into trouble so the idea of being incredibly beautiful does not make you immune to being cheated on tell that to jennifer aniston you know what? That's true. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. is true. Although Jennifer, see, I, not that I know these people, but um, what's the one that Brad Pitt, jo, Angelina Jolie, has this um this different type of mystery and appeal? Whereas Jennifer Aniston is like, okay, this is the pretty girl next door. So I, you were right. It's that variety. Yeah, so there's all there, there's even yeah, it, and if you're not a Jennifer Aniston fan, Elizabeth Taylor, there's all kinds of like women that are some been known as the most beautiful women in the world have been cheated on. So being beautiful is not protection against infidelity. Oh hell no, hell no. So on that serious note, um, <laughs> but I, I did I have heard that co-hosting a podcast is right. I think that's true, right? No one would ever cheat on us. <laughs> Damn well better not. <laughs> Damn well better not. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we've seen waiting to exhale, so we know what to do. Blaze the car with all the stuff in it. <laughs> uh, the power of matches. Oh, gosh. Oh, and also Beyonce's Lemonade has quite a few um, pointers as okay, well. Okay, yeah. And, and again, if we want to go classic or old school, what about Lisa Left Eye Lopez? What, didn't she, like, burn somebody's house down because she, she was She didn't upset? do it purposely. She meant uh, I, to. Oh, yeah. The line was that she was just trying to burn his shoes, but the fire got out of control and burned down his mansion in, instead of and just the And fire shoes. can get out of control. You think you got, it's like, and then it's like, well, I guess I better run. So uh, yeah, but you know what? You can easily throw those shoes. In. You can put the shoes in your car with you and throw them in a dumpster of any strip mall that you pass by. I I never believe that story that she was just trying to burn those shoes. Look, we shall never know, and I can't be bothered. <laughs> you know what, Tachi? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. That's you know that's all I know. Because you've got to have it your way or nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's true when I'm hanging on the in the passenger side of my best friend's ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while we go crazy with the TLC references. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll Kevin, stop, stop. Kevin. Anyway. 
I can't, Kevin. I can't with you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> so, Tachi. <laughs> I think it's time for me to ask the question. Please ask the question. That I love to ask. Okay. Are are you going to keep watching NBC's Good Girls or are you going to change the channel? So it is very compelling. I think I will probably keep watching. It's, it's, It's very compelling. But, you know, I'm the type of person that if I forget it's on... Um, I, I'm just like, oh, well, I've already missed X, Y, Z. So, I mean, I think it's really well done. I think it's compelling and I probably will continue to watch it. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then let me ask you, my friend, are you going to keep watching or change the channel? All right. Well, I got to say this. Um, the show basically nods to other things like it definitely has kind of a a a breaking bad with uh you know with uh bras on i guess i'm trying to think of the (laughs) the nicest way to say that it kind of has that feeling where you have these women who are just regular suburban women who are kind of pushed to the edge now, what I'm curious to see is how far over the edge, because we didn't want to give everything away, but they've done some pretty surprising things by the end of episode two. Yeah. So how much further and how much harder are they going to become? Uh, because each thing that they do pulls them in a little bit deeper and they end up having to do something else. And now, since this is an NBC show and not HBO or even FX, I don't know how dark they're willing to get because, you know, NBC also was the network of the show Hannibal, which was pretty dark. So the, the to me, the interesting thing to, to, will be to see the tightrope that the network keeps these women on are to keep them relatable. Or are they going to basically get deeper and darker and further away from anything that we could recognize as regular people? by the end of uh, the series run or even the first season. I have no idea. But whatever it is, I have to say, I find it compelling. I, I'm i rooting for these women. Uh, I'm afraid for them. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the fact that even though they've made some, they have made some monumentally dumb decisions, they're, they are smart women, especially Christina Hendricks' character is very smart. Mm-hmm. Retta seems smart and down to earth. And... Um, I don't know. I, I care about them, and I will be watching next Monday to find out what what happens to them. What 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 happens next? Because they're they're still they're still in jeopardy as as we speak. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this. I will say this that uh, I think that the choice of having this on NBC, this would be. This would be a better fit would have been like a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that. I think they would have had more latitude to do the types of things that would add to the story. So I'm interested to see, as you said, what happens on an NBC, on a network uh, compared to what would happen on another more, quote, cableistic network or over the top. Well, definitely. I think that the one of the problems that network TV has had is trying to keep up with the HBOs and the Netflix. But 
they have gotten a lot darker. I mean, let's look at how look at how incredibly dark Scandal has gotten. I mean, Scandal has been outright disturbing with some of the stuff that's happened in Scandal. I mean, just I am still upset about Portia de Rossi. I still haven't haven't gotten over how how she left the show. <laughs> still, I, Shonda, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing a counselor. Thanks a lot, Shonda Rhimes. Shonda, everybody does not have to die. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't Apparently. have to kill everyone for them. Apparently. Apparently, she has not received that note, Taji. She does not know that there is other ways for people to leave a show. No, not for her. If you leave, you, you die. leave in a body bag. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, in, and in some cases, like Portia de Rossi, you leave in several body bags. You Ooh. are messed up. Yeah, you know, but you, you're, you're absolutely right. Scandal was the first of these shows that was taking in so over the top. So you're absolutely right. And then so because of that and that working, then. And of course, you were able to see how to get away with murder. Oh, yeah. Talk talk about dark. Exactly. Exactly. So you see these things. And I guess it has become accepted for, you know, for ABC shows to be like this. What I'm curious to see is if this works on an NBC or a CBS, because those are completely different networks. Well, that's why I mentioned the fact that NBC did do the show Hannibal, you know, based on Hannibal Lecter. So that show was pretty dark. Um, I mean, yeah, it was pretty. I mean, he did a lot of murdering, a lot. Yes, he did. <laughs> and very sedi- And he would set him up in vignettes, and it was very disturbing stuff. And one of the things that was really funny was I actually saw, uh, I think one of the producers on Seth Meyers' show once, and he talked about how NBC basically let them do whatever his insane imagination came up with, except for one thing. There was one vignette after these people had been murdered, where they were set up to kind of like look like angels and he had cut part of their skin off to make them like angel wings the network was like oh, oh wait, wait, hell wait. no but wait oh wait wait the network was okay with that what they weren't okay with is the fact that you could see their bare butts and i'm like wait so the skin wings is okay but <laughs> people seeing bare butts is the that's where you draw the line and because of, you know, This Is Us, we know that they have gotten over that whole bare butts thing because that yes. was a huge uh, uproar. The first episode of This Is Us showed, you know, uh, the dad's, you know, uh, bare, bare butt. So, yeah, I think NBC is willing to, you know, raise the game. Obviously, we're not going to see as much nudity as we would see in HBO where, where it's all hanging out all the time. So, but I still think that they, they can get pretty dark. The question is exactly how dark are they willing to get with these characters and the the jeopardy they're in and the people they're dealing with now i think they could get really dark very quickly there's already a scene with a gun where someone's life is in jeopardy that was really scary i thought it really was scary and um the acting was off the charts it really was it really was so yeah yeah it's a I'll, I'm going to be interested to see what happens. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely going to keep watching uh, uh, Good Girls and see if they rem- if the title continues to be right, or if they may have to join the Bad Girls of Summer. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we're going to let you get back to what you were doing. We've decided that we're both going to keep watching. And we're happy that you're listening 
to us. So shall I tell them where else they can listen to us, Kevin? Yeah, they need to know where they can go. basically go back and check out why the inside joke about the bad girls of summer. So, yeah, look for those. <laughs> you can find us on a myriad of different platforms. We are on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. And if you go to tvchanneling.com, that takes you to our Podbean page. And there you can like, actually on all the platforms, you can like and subscribe. And please leave a review, a good review. Yeah, we like good reviews. Bad reviews, not so much. And bad reviews are actually bad for your health. I read it in an article somewhere. It may have been men's health. But, you know, don't hold me to it. And therefore, it's true. So, Kevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, as far as our listeners are concerned, yes, it's absolutely true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> bad reviews are bad for your health. Good reviews, I actually think, lower your cholesterol. Oh, wow. Look at that. Mm. Didn't know you were a doctor. Good for you. So, Kevin, where can they reach us on social we are everywhere on Social Tachi. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. And we're on my personal favorite, uh, Twitter. And uh, we're TV channeling everywhere. And we would love it if you follow us because if you have any kind of questions for us, if, there is, if there's some news story in the entertainment world that you want to get our take on, let us know. If there's some TV show you want us to review, let us know. We will do it. We love a shout out. We absolutely do love a shout out. And let's shout the audience out for listening once again. Thank you. We appreciate you. And with that, I guess we're going to sign off. We're going to let you get back to what you were doing before. So I'll say bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>